So thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Growth Talk podcast. So we all know that success isn't guaranteed in anything that we do, right? We have to work very hard for it and be open to the changes to be able to see that success. But what if there was one thing you could do that would give you an advantage in your career no matter what the competition is? We're going to talk about that in this episode. Welcome to the Growth Talk Podcast, where we discuss business growth strategies, personal development, and leadership tactics. If you want to grow as a person and consider yourself a lifelong student, then let's grow together. Join me as I talk about my failures, successes, and also hear from others that have pushed through difficult times to get where they are. So listen in and learn to be fearless, bold, and relentless in your pursuit of excellence. So I have named this episode, Is Your Attitude Keeping You From Success? So I'm going to be going over the effects of what your attitude has on your success as well as your failures. Like what is it about your attitude that affects that? And you know, I'm in an industry, um, sales industry, it's real estate. And what I have noticed in real estate is when an agent or somebody first gets into this industry, there's a passion, there's a zeal, there's a good attitude, they're excited, they're, you know, just, you know, ready to get going. But then over time, what ends up happening is they end up dealing with people. <laughs> and as you deal with people, you end up realizing that people are very hard to get along with. It's very hard to get uh, deals together and get them to close. And what ends up happening, and also I will add to get along with other agents, right? There's a lot of this, uh, just navigating the world of dealing with people. Well, what happens over time is those bad experiences magnify themselves over the good ones. And then that in turn changes the attitude of the agent. So what used to be considered, you know, passion and excitement and a zeal for, you know, growing and getting their business up and running turns into, you know, anger or resentment or, you know, waking up and just being gloomy and upset with everything. But what I want to talk about today is just how attitude is a choice. Peyton Manning said this, The attitude with which we approach the situation can determine our success or failure. So, now before we get into um, the whole content, let's define what an attitude is. Okay, So, an attitude is the way in which we feel or behave towards someone or something. So the word attitude comes from the French word attitudinizer, meaning to adopt a pose. So see, your your attitude can either be positive or it can be negative. It's it's those are the extreme opposites of the attitude, right? And it influences how people around you see you. So the way your attitude is, the 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 pose that you have relays that information to the other people around you, and they can quickly determine if you are a negative or a positive person or in that particular moment where you are. So <clears throat> so we all have an attitude, whether it is a good one or a bad one, we, we all have them. And the way we approach life and the world around us has a huge impact on our success in any area of life. You know, attitude, your attitude, 
the way you approach and the way you enter into a situation, it is absolutely contagious. It's contagious. So if you are surrounded by people who are negative and pessimistic, then chances are your attitude will be as well. So be sure to choose the right attitude and at the same time surround yourself with others that are choosing to have a good attitude because that is ultimately how the world is going to see you. So let's begin with talking about the different types of attitude. So what are the different types of attitudes? Okay, so understanding the different types of attitudes can be useful to a person in their professional life and their personal life, really. An attitude is a feeling or emotional state that someone has about something or someone. So you, you, have a, you have an emotional response when you think of something or when you think of someone. And there are many different types of attitudes. But, but the, two, the two main ones that, that, I, that I see the most in business and leaders and in people of influence is either a positive attitude or a negative um, attitude. Those are, the, those are the most obvious ones. You can clearly see, is this person a positive person or is this person a negative person? And, you, and just by that quick observation, you'll know exactly what type of attitude you're dealing with. And then you can also self-assess yourself really quickly. Are you positive or are you negative about a certain situation? So let's break this down a little bit. So the, this is the following. This, this list is some of the most common attitudes that we find in people and around the planet. I mean, this is universal. Okay, so you're going to have the optimistic person. This is a feeling or showing hope for the future. Someone is very optimistic about their environment and what they're doing and how they're going about their day. They're very optimistic. Now, we all go in and out of a lot of these different attitudes throughout the day, but overwhelmingly optimism, feeling or showing hope for the future. The other one is pessimistic. Okay, that pertains to a characterized by uh, pessimism or the tendency to expect only bad outcomes. So that, that tends to be like gloomy, joyless, unhopeful, you know, the more, ah, you know, is this, you know, half empty type attitude about life, right? I don't know if it's really worth my time. I don't know if it's going to work out the greatest, right? Then the next one is realistic. Okay, the realistic attitude is someone that accurately, accurately representing what is natural or real. So they live in the realistic world. Sometimes that, that realistic attitude is hard to see you know, the future or dream or plan. So if you're too realistic, you tend to confine, you know, kind of get inside of your own head and just view the world in one way instead of seeing it in different ways. Uh, pragmatic is another one. And this has to do with uh, of, of relating to a practical point of view or practical considerations. So you can be pragmatic about situations or stuff you find yourself in. So, so now each attitude has its own strengths and weaknesses, right? I mean, they, they, these are not necessarily negative in their in their wording but 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 they can become the negative side of of an attitude so that's why i like optimism the most so a book i would recommend at this point um and if you haven't i i I do recommend this this is a great book um it kind of talks about uh your attitude and how your emotions uh dictate your attitude and how you can c- take control of those emotions. Um the book's titled Emotional Intelligence 2.0 by Travis B- Bradbury and Jean Greaves. Um you know this book this book really just delivers a step-by-step program for increasing your emotional intelligence. Um they use they 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 use four core 
and they call them EQ skills. Um, so it's it, it breaks it down like this. The four core uh, skills is self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, and relationships. So th- their argument is if you can develop emotional intelligence in each one of those four categories, then you're going to have an overall better attitude about life in general. Um, so again, those four are self-awareness, self-management, social awareness, and relationships. Um, so, you know, to begin with, you need to do some self-examination. So when you start talking about the book, um, it's all about self. Now, I, I'm always hesitant <clears throat> to recommend everybody just focus inwardly. But there are certain things that you need to do to understand yourself so you know where your weaknesses are and you know where to work on yourself if you're approaching situations with bad attitude or the or you're letting circumstances dictate your attitude or your emotions and, and you find yourself responding in that way. So this is the questions, right? These are the questions that I would say you need to ask yourself to be able to find out what kind of attitude you are currently having in a situation or even just about life in general. So take some time and ask yourself these following questions. What is your attitude like on a day-to-day basis? So what is it that is going on day-to-day that is dictating your attitude? And what is your attitude like when you wake up in the morning? Because really, what I've noticed is if you if you wake up in a negative um, attitude, you tend to have a more negative results throughout the whole day. But if you make it an intentional point to wake up with a good attitude, you're actually setting yourself up to have a better attitude throughout the day. So take a little self-assessment. What is your attitude like on a daily day basis? Write that down. What are you, how do you feel every single day? And then what, what kind of attitude do you have when you first wake up? Number two, how does your attitude affect the people around you? I mean, you got to be a little honest here. Look at your spouse, look at your family, look at your kids, look at your friends, look at your coworkers, look at your boss, whatever it is. How is your approach when you enter into a room, how is your attitude affecting that room and those around you? This can get a little bit hard to do. Trust me. Um, How do you feel about yourself and others around you? So now you you now ask to answer the question, how does your attitude affect the people around you? Now, how do you feel about yourself and others around you? So when you enter a room, how do you feel? Do you feel judged? Do you feel... Uh, worried, you feel stressed, you know, those are all weaknesses in yourself that need to be addressed, right? So another one is, why is it important to have an optimistic outlook on life? What is it about being optimistic that you think is so important? Why is optimism important? And the next one is, do you have a positive outlook on life or are things always going wrong for you? So we always had this tendency to say, oh, everything never works out for me. It never works. You know, we grumble in that, right? But the reality is if you have a positive outlook, you're going to see the good. And trust me, this is an intentional act. You're not going to naturally see it. Our sinful nature wants us to see the bad. We just focus on the bad. The bad magnifies itself. But do you have a positive outlook on life? Or are things always going wrong for you? Another one is, what can happen if your attitude stays negative all the time? What is the effect if you stay in a negative state consistently? What do you think this, the, the results of that is and the people around you? What do you think is causing that? And what kind of effect does that have? And the last one is, how do your thoughts affect your attitude? Everything begins in the mind. The mind is a, ooh, 
a very difficult thing. We can get so caught in that, right? I mean, we talk about fear, the false evidences of appearing real, right? So you create these ideas in your mind and you magnify them and these thoughts then correlate to your emotions and then your emotions correlate to your attitude and that's your outward expression of your thoughts. So definitely want to know what your thoughts are. So let's get into this. Let's talk about now the benefits of having a positive attitude because I truly believe that if you can go through this, this those little questions and, and do a self-assessment on yourself and understand your weaknesses and you begin to address those weaknesses and answering those questions and, and counteracting them with self-improvement and self-awareness and surrounding yourself with strong people that are have good attitudes, ignoring the ones that don't, don't let negativity come in and ruin your day, right? Keep those at bay. Um, then I think there are truly some benefits that are going to come out of this if you choose. And again, you have to choose this attitude. If you choose to have a positive attitude, what are the benefits? Okay, so here, here is a few of the, I'm going to give you five. I'm going to give you five benefits of having a positive attitude. Okay, so people with a positive outlook have more energy. Number one, they have more energy right? They're already more happy. They're more excited. They're ready to get going. They're ready to make those calls, those emails. They see purpose. They have passion. They're ready to go. Number two, they have better relationships. If you're a positive person and you have a great attitude, people are going to be more real with you. They're going to relate better to you and you're going to have better relationships. You're going to have better friendships. You're going to have better coworkers, better boss. All those things are a a byproduct of having a positive attitude. Number three is higher levels of creativity than those who are negative. It is impossible to be creative and set goals and dream if you're negative. You're never going to be able to move into the creativity side of your head, of your brain if you're focused on the negative things that are going on around you. So you're going to be more creative. Number four, you're going to have less stress. Simple as that. You're, you're just going to have less stress. Um, we all have bad things that happen to us every single year, every single week, every single day, every single hour sometimes, and it just seems like everything's coming around us. But if we can learn to choose to see the positive and the joy in each and every moment and, the, and, and just be thankful and grateful for the stresses we do have, because typically stress is where we're growing. That's where we're, we're getting stretched, and that's where we're moving forward and progressing in our lives. But by choosing to have that positive attitude, you are going to have less stress. Number five opportunistic mindset. So when you have a positive outlook on life and you have a positive attitude, you see the world very, very differently. You see opportunity in the midst of negativity. You're going to see things around you that are going to give you opportunity. Most of the time when negative stuff happens, it's an opportunity to see something new, learn something new, and get better at what you do. All right, so the key, to, the key is to focus on the good things that happen in your life, right, rather than dwell on the bad ones. That, that's really the key. The key is to focus on the good that happen in your life rather than dwell on the bad ones. Now, I want to challenge you just a little bit. Do you record the good moments in your life in a journal? Now, I've, I've journaled for quite a while now, and I do it every single day. And it's usually, it's not longhand I'm writing. It's, it's really short form. But I write down the good moments in my day. I write three great things that happen, uh, three memorable moments. And then I do write down people that I've interacted with that I had a great conversation with. So I try to incorporate that into my daily writings. 
So if you are not journaling, I encourage you to do so because when you're having a bad day, you can reflect back on those good moments and you can see good things in every single day. Trust me, there is good stuff that happens every single day. And even in the worst of days, if you choose to see the good, you will find good. Okay, let's transition to the next segment. Now, this, this one is going to be strategies for maintaining a positive attitude. Okay, so I'm not naive to think that it's it's easy to maintain a positive attitude, right? Because things go wrong and it derails you and it, and it just becomes very, very hard to maintain this positive attitude. Plus, plus, if you continue to say, oh, everything's great and you just walk around with these big smile on your face, you're actually more fake, right? We got to be able to have relationships. We got to be able to connect. We got to be able to, uh, you know, be real with other people around us. But it is a choice. And so in this segment, we're talking about strategies for maintaining a positive attitude. Okay, but these are and these are just some tricks to use to get your mind back on track and keep yourself from spiraling into negativity. Okay, these are just to help you do that. So here are some strategies for maintaining a positive attitude. And I mentioned this just previously, keeping a gratitude journal. Okay, I'm going to go right back to that because it reminds yourself of all the good things in your life. You need to do that, even if it's just writing down one sentence about what happened that was good. Okay. Number two, I would say exercise regularly to release endorphins and improve your mood. If I'm having a stressful day and I need a break and I need to get away, exercise is the best way to do it. My heart rate gets up, my blood's pumping, the endorphins are being released in my body. And usually when I get done with a run or exercise, I come back and I'm more creative, I'm more joyful, I'm less stressed. You know, my attitude overall is more positive, not negative. So exercise regularly. Uh, Number three, set goals for yourself that are achievable so you can build confidence and self-esteem as you achieve them. Now, goals can be long-term goals, short-term goals, or immediate goals. And I like immediate goals throughout my day. I like to sit down, and that's my to-do list, right? Write down your to-do list of things that you need to get done that you get to check off. Because every time you get something done and there is something mental that goes on when you check something off of your to-do list that just makes you feel good. It's you are, you know, you're making progress. So set a to-do list, to-do list and set goals, small micro goals throughout your day. Uh, number four is set realistic expectations for yourself. Be real with yourself. Sometimes I have a tendency to overreach, right? I stretch myself too thin. And then when I don't hit the goals, when I don't reach that point where I thought I could, I actually feel negative about my accomplishments even though I accomplished a lot. So be realistic, okay? Set, set expectations that are realistic. Number five is find a hobby that you enjoy and do it often. We have got to have a creative and a joyful escape from the work and, and responsibilities. We all need those moments. So find a hobby that you enjoy and do it often. Uh, number six is spend time with people who make you happy. Find those people that when you're around them, you don't have negative emotions. And I'm not saying you have to avoid, you know, negative people. We all need to be in front of people. But I am saying there are times when you need to be around people that make you happy. There's a lot of people that will come into your life to try to suck things out of you or always need something from you. And you need to be around people that do not require anything from you. That just want to be there because they like you, they love you, and they and they care for you, and you care for them, and that is a true value in your life. Um, that will ultimately help your attitude. 
So that's this, that's this episode. Um, and just to wrap this up, uh, you know, we, we've been talking about attitude. We, um, how is your approach to life? Do you, do you have a good or bad attitude? So, you know, that's how we summarize this, right? We're talking about attitude. How is your approach to life? Do you have a good or bad attitude? That's a simple question. So the way, so, so the way that we go through the world and interact with others has a huge impact on our success in any area of our life. You know, your attitude is contagious. So if you are surrounded by people who are negative and pessimistic, then chances are you're, you will be as well. Okay, so surround yourself with positive people. We can all benefit from surrounding ourselves with positive, optimistic people. And then make an effort, right? Make an e- effort to cultivate cultivate our own optimism in our life. It's important for us as individuals, but it also benefits society at large. Because when people around us believe in themselves and create something amazing, everyone wins. Everyone wins. My personal life, your your friends, your family, your work, everything wins. All right, let's end with some great quotes from some amazing people that are even better at tailoring these this this concept, right, about attitude. This first one is by Lou Holtz. Ability is what you're capable of doing. Motivation determines what you do. Attitude determines how well you do it. Zig Ziglar said this, your attitude, not your aptitude, will determine your altitude. Love that one. I'm sure you've heard that one before. Ralph Morstan said this, excellence is not a skill. It's an attitude. How true is that? It's not a skill. It's your approach and your attitude to situations that brings on excellence. Lou Ferrino says this, the attitude is very important because your behavior radiates how you feel. Your behavior radiates how you feel. J. Donald Walters said this, happiness is an attitude of mind born of the simple determination to be happy under all outward circumstances. Beautiful. So if you would like a simple way to track your progress in developing good um, attitude habits, then I encourage you to, to download my free habit tracker. It's a simple way to chart your progress, and I'll put the link to that download in the description. Encourage you to do so. In the meantime, be bold, keep learning, and be relentless. Thanks for listening to another episode of Growth Talk. If you have a question or comment you would like to share, please email them to askadamtoday at gmail.com. And if you want to see what I am up to, be sure and follow me on Instagram at agullet. And remember to be fearless, bold, and relentless in your pursuit of excellence.